Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, look, Bet Online is the place for you. Our friends over at Bet Online, they're offering you up something pretty good. It's super easy to get started. So head on over to the website or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino. And poker games. Hey, MLB is in full swing. Who are you picking to the World Series? NBA playoffs? NHL playoffs? Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Bet Online, where the game starts. Spring has sprung, so make a splash with a new spa from MyHotTub.com. Choose from over 50 spas in stock, new inventory weekly, and prices slash to move fast. Don't let April's showers keep you from a new spa. Visit their huge showroom in Destiny, USA, and ask about their 48-month 0% financing option for credit-qualified buyers. Treat yourself with a new spa from MyHotTub.com. Don't just take our word for it. See for yourself at Destiny USA. Hurry, these spas won't last. Folks, you know how important it is to stay healthy these days, and we can help you out with our great, great friends from Athletic Greens. That's right. Listen to this. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, and more. And that special blend of ingredients, it supports recovery, focus, energy, and aging, and a heck of a lot more. Hey, it's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. What's going on, everybody? Paul Bissonette here from the Spit and Chicklets podcast and now the TNT broadcast. I just want to give everybody a shout-out and make sure you tune in to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, Google, you name it. Go ahead and download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. For example, if you are an Apple customer and you have an iPhone, it's pretty simple, man. Go to the apps and, of course, search podcasts, and then that purple podcast button comes up. You might even be able to find it on one of your main screens. And once you're there, just type in ML Sports Platter and hit subscribe or follow, and you will get brand new episodes right to your phone, archived episodes right to your phone with the likes of Armin Katayan, Ian O'Connor, Paul Bissonette from Spittin' Chicklets in the NHL on TNT, Eric Wood, Baseball Hall of Famers, Adrian Wojnarowski, and Bob Costas, and many, many others. So make sure you do that to get new and archived episodes of the ML Sports Platter. We are brought to you by our great friends at Bowers & Company, CPAs, Stanley Law Offices, the Vincigera Consulting Group, and 
Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay. If you're in and around Central New York, get on over to Chick-fil-A. Great breakfast at Chick-fil-A to start your day off right with the breakfast sandwiches, the scramble bowl, the delicious fruit cups as well. Everything's super fresh. They will deliver. They will cater. And, of course, gift cards are available for all the big occasions upcoming. And a huge tip of the cap thank you as well to Brewer Tenace Hardware, Rosie's Corner, Camillo's Golf Club, and Ken's Auto Detailing. Let's bring him in. He is the lead baseball writer for Ball 9. You can get his work at ball9.com, one of the best in the business. He's been doing it forever, formerly of the New York Post as well, covering the game of baseball. And you can get him on Twitter as well, at AMBS underscore Kernan, at AMBS underscore Kernan, America's most beloved sports writer. It's Kevin Kernan, the New York State Baseball Hall of Famer, ball9.com. KK, how are you? Always good to be with you, Michael. All right, we're going to start with the Yankees. Um, you're not surprised. I'm not surprised. I think we've both been saying it for a long time. You've been writing about it uh, to the point I, I think no one has written about it like you uh, out there with what's wrong with them. We're not surprised in, in, in the start, how they've lost, losing to Baltimore 2-3, or three, all that sort of stuff. So I want to kind of go inside of inside of that because it's just it's easy to say, well, we're not surprised. They stink. Well, let's let's dive in. And I want to start with the lineup. How important do you think it is? They've had 10 games as we record this with 10 different lineups. How important is continuity in a lineup for the Yankees? Well, it's hugely important. And it's one of the reasons why I've been writing the same thing about the Yankees, no matter who changes, the the faces change. But, uh, you know, uh, they, they have the same game plan. It's not necessarily how the lineup is made. It's who's making it. And the nerds are making the lineup. Uh, Aaron Boone's a total puppet. I mean, it's it's a joke, and the media needs to really uh, understand this. I mean, I'm, I I am happy that some other people are finally writing. Hey, what's wrong with the Yankees? Well, if you've been reading me for the last couple of years, you would know what's mm-hmm. wrong with the Yankees. Mm-hmm. And the, the problem is, Cashman's an, an unbelievable control freak who has. Uh, you know, uh, has these guys in position everywhere, hitting coach, um, pitching coach, uh, minor leagues, uh, uh, across the board. So, that, so you know, this is and this is what happens, Michael, when you, when you have no real plan and no speed. Did they add any speed? No. They took speed away. I was watching the Angels the other day, and Andrew Velasquez singles, steals second base. Tyler Wade singles him home and steals second base. You know, two ex-Yankees. Uh, no matter what you saw, those guys they brought speed. And they, they they brought some difference. Uh, so so again, it's a it's a deep rooted problem. They will have some spurts. These guys will get hot, and uh, and the Yankee fans that don't know any better and are wishing on a star will say, "Oh, things are better." But you know me, I'm not, uh, I always kill the nerds because they're nerds and they don't know the game. But I do like numbers. Certain numbers always tell me stories, and I've always been a numbers guy in that respect. Uh, and I just want to throw one number at you right now, and it tells you everything. The Yankees are 19th in, in hitting with runners in scoring position. Now, that's, if that's not bad enough, let me give you the real number. It's 190. The Yankees are hitting 190 with runners in scoring position. That's when you as a hitter, and again, I played college baseball. I coached baseball. I talked hitting with Tony Wynn for 10 straight years, uh, you know, almost every day during the season. When you're got runners in scoring position, the pitcher's in trouble, not the hitter. Mm-hmm. But the Yankees panic. They pa- they have a bunch of panic guys. Uh, 
And Judge hasn't gotten off to a great start. That hasn't helped. But uh, again, they didn't. They don't put their guys in the right frame of mind either. And I, I, I'd like to say that. And and what they did, uh, you know, putting the, the numbers out there for Judge's uh, contract, that put him in a in a situation that I thought was a little bit uh, difficult. But that's a little bit of an answer to your question. We can go much deeper. And also, Eric Chavez. I, I love the hiring. I was ready to praise Cashman for that, but then they let him get away to the Mets because they don't make him the hitting coach. They got some guy that's a hitting coach whose philosophy is hit strikes hard. You so know? yeah, strikes no, hard. yeah, there's no doubt. And 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 the Yankee payroll is two hundred fifty eight million dollars, and yet <laughs> they they don't have guys who can hit with runners in scoring position. They're considered cheap, but yet you have two hundred fifty eight million. I mean, they're spending it in 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 so many wrong places, and one place. I thought they really should have gone for this year, not necessarily the star shortstops, but I thought they really could have used a first baseman. I know they brought Rizzo back, but it's $16 million. Why not just dump another 11 a year and go get Freddie Freeman? He's a championship ball player. He's 32. You can still get him to age 38. He's not going to break down. He's really durable. He can feel the position well. He hits unbelievably with runners in scoring position. Brings that clubhouse presence. Short porch in New York. I don't know. Freddie Freeman seemed like a, a just a complete and utter easy one for the Yankees, and I think it would have changed this entire lineup, Kevin. Well, it, it was an easy one, and that's why they didn't do it. They didn't do it because Cash, Cashman doesn't want to look like, oh, I'm just throwing money at a problem. You know, he doesn't solve the problem. Um, years ago, I had a conversation with Brian. I said, why don't you just wait for teams to stink it up halfway through the year and get their best players when they're looking to unload them? Kind of like what the Braves did last year. Cashman wants to be Billy Bean. He wants to be Billy Bean. Mm-hmm. So he, he wants to find different ways to solve the problems, yet... He throws money in the wrong places. Great points you just all made. And and, and and the reference, of course, with the short porch. Be nice to have a couple of lefty bangers in the Yankee, Yankee uh, lineup, but they don't. Imagine building a team in Yankee Stadium for a couple of years now where you really don't have much of a left handed presence. That's like, that's unbelievable. Yep. And, 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 Let's get back to the guy who's really at fault here. I mean, it's Cashman. He's he's in charge. But it's Hal Steinbrenner who lets Cashman. You know, I, I fully expect any day now the Yankees to announce an extension for Cashman. I really do. Um, because he does everything Hal wants him to do. Um, and, and they don't really care about winning the way they used to care. And they certainly don't care the way his father cared. And so you throw, you, you throw, getting back to my judge point, you throw $25 million a year at Donaldson, who's 36 but yet they won't pay Judge, who's in his prime. You you know, and just look around, go around the lineup, you know, and the young players that they've kind of set back. Uh, Faber Torres looked like he was going to be a heck of a player until the Yankees got their fangs into him and, and changed his position, which we talked about uh, many times on your shows. Um, you know, I, I, I flushed up in the beginning, and I know baseball, and, and the baseball things they do, don't make a lot of sense and and you know brian was in 2009 um he went out and solved the problem by getting what he needed to get you know to share sabathia all that stuff uh uh aj burnett um but he that you know that was looked upon as throwing money at the problem so he wants he's trying to get his legacy done instead of the yankees getting their legacy done with the pitching um I, I've been stunned at the pitching. Um, I don't think you can ever have enough of it. I don't trust that it will last because 
as we know, the overall team ERA and all that stuff, it, it gets talked about. You know, a lot of delusional Yankee fans want to defend. Well, the pitching was amazing last year, and it carried us, and blah, blah, blah. Well, uh, yeah, when you pitch four or five innings at, at, at the most, you know, against bad teams, and then you dominate other, you know, you dominate them and then lose, the, you know, to others. Short stints. Garrett Cole's been horrible on the postseason stage so far for New York. He's been awful to start this season. Um Come on. I mean, all that stuff levels out, you know. With this pitching staff, how concerning is it that Cortez, that Montgomery, that Severino even, that Tyone are all better than Garrett Cole right now? Well, Cortez is their ace right now. Right. And and you could have rec- – I recognized that last year. I was saying he was the best they've had because he pitches. That's what he does. Yeah. If you notice what he yeah. does. And, and they, get, they get into – the other thing that the Yankees get sidetracked on – is they want to show how much smarter than they are than the other team. So now you get all this. Uh, and, and, and again, I'm I'm a you know I'm a fan of David Cohn. I've known David forever. But when he does a game, he gets a little too carried away. I think sometimes with with, with you know the gravitational pull of pitches and what they're doing and the whirly pitching and this and that. Uh, the Yankees are trying to show how smart they are instead of recognizing who's their best pitcher. What does Cortez does? He does he goes after people, and he doesn't get hurt too much by a slider. Uh, Garrett Cole, you saw everything you needed to know about Garrett Cole was in that opening day start when he was stamping, stomping around the, the, the dugout, mm-hmm. not in the Roger Clemens way, because I've seen Clemens get mad at certain things and, and, and do things, but in a spoiled brat, rich kid way. Yeah. And he's yelling at whatever it was, Billy Crystal or, you know, somebody else told me I wasn't there that day, but somebody told me that the Ukrainian national anthem went long or something like that. So whatever it was, it was a four minute delay. And I've, I've talked to pitchers about this guys who pitched on opening day and they said, you have to go on opening day understanding there will be a delay. Right. You know, so 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 that, that that's, that's just part of it. But it shows you how. um you know how how Cole could be set off the least little thing, and I think I mentioned it to you uh, uh, last year that, and everybody didn't, you know, nobody understood what I was saying. But Matt Keogh was one of his go-to guys, and when he passed away, he had no really senior voice to go to. So I don't think he has that with the Yankees. Um, I talked to people who knew him in the Pirates organization, and they, he was a little rough to deal with. You know, the, the, yeah. the, he had players like AJ Burnett who set him straight and kind of kept him on the right course. He gets to Houston. Well, who did he have there, Michael? He had he had uh, Verlander yep. to kind of control it. Who does he have here? He doesn't have anybody. He's that guy, and he needs to grow up. I've said it for a year. He needs to man up. And until he does, the Yankees are not going to be successful. It's that simple. And the the atrocious. Uh, um, game against the Red Sox last year in a wild card game, and then following it up this year, he's making all the same mistakes. He's got some incredible stuff, but what does he get beat by? He usually gets beat by that slider because he throws it at the worst times, and that comes back to their sequencing and Matt Blake, who's the pitching coach, and Cashman hiring a guy that we really don't know, and all of a sudden he's smarter than he wants to show he's smarter than everybody else, and it all adds up. So, will Severino stay healthy? I hope so. Um, you know, I think they have some guys that are okay, but do they have the guy that's going to step up? Right now, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. If they, if, they, if the playoffs started today, obviously, um, Cortez would be my starting. And you know what? If you did that, you would send a message. You would send a message to to the whole lineup, and you'd send a message to uh, to, to to Mr. Cole, like you know, get your act together. I don't know if the Yankees have the courage to do that, but that that's what I would do. 
Kevin Kernan, our guest here, Ball9 lead baseball writer, Ball9.com, and on Twitter, go give him a follow. It's a must at AMBS underscore Kernan, the New York State Baseball Hall of Famer here on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Stanley Law Offices and Burton Ace Hardware. Um, Cashman, I agree with you that he shouldn't have put the, 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 the numbers out there with Aaron Judge. I think that's obviously a behind-the-curtain thing. Work with your ball player. Work with your face of the franchise. Show some respect. I, I agree. But I think that Aaron Judge also, by the same token, should have taken the money, despite the fact that he's counting on himself down the line. I mean, what has Aaron Judge technically really proved to want, you know, to demand more than $30 million a year? He's almost 30 years old. He's been hurt most of his career. I know when he's in there, he's one of the great players in the game, but he's only been healthy two seasons. He hasn't put back-to-back seasons together with his health. And, and 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 he's thirty, right? With with the age and all that, so almost thirty. So I thought he should have taken the money. Am I am I crazy? Well, the, the money's crazy. First off, that's what's crazy. The money's crazy all along. But also, you got to understand. Maybe maybe Judge is looking at this holistically as well, not just money wise. Like, where are the Yankees going to be in a couple of years? Are they are they making the right moves that I want to be a part of a team? Are they? Um, uh, uh, am I just going to be left out here? Are we going to continue to struggle along? And uh, that could be part of the equation too. And if you're that close, if you're that close on the money, why don't you just keep working at it in a way that makes it positive? But it's like somebody told me, uh, another front office person told me, why in the world would you want to piss off your, your, your best player, the guy who's really been salt of the earth for your franchise? And let's face it. Michael, they're making the money on Judge in other ways. You know, the, the, the judges' chambers, the jerseys, this and that, the tickets they sell. Uh, so I, I understand where Judge is coming from. I, I may not, I may not agree totally. Like, yeah, I could understand him taking that, you know, taking that contract and moving on. But I also understand maybe, you know, he's looking at the big picture. And, and, and don't you think too, at the very least. Even if he t- turns around and signs with the Yankees tomorrow or the day after the season, whatever, he's going to get the same money from them. So in this crazy world, he's got nowhere to go but up. And uh, I think that's part of, part of the equation as well. And, and, and also, people overlook this. All these years, and I pointed out my column Judgment Day a few weeks ago about him, um, all these years they had a chance to sign him and never gave him the Acuna contract or came and offered him the Ozzy Albies deal yep. or anything like that where he could make money early as a, a big money early as opposed to waiting it out for free agency. They almost were betting against Judge all these years. So he's got one chance to grab it. I have no problem with what he's done. And I know the Yankee fans probably 60-40 or against Judge on this decision. But... Um, um, it's the way of the baseball world. Maybe in his heart of hearts, he, he's looking at the big picture and saying, "Maybe I'll go to Northern California. Maybe the, maybe the Giants will pay me, you know, and uh, or or whoever. Some team's going to come up and pay Aaron Judge if he has another good year. It's he's going to get the money. And uh, I just think it's it's another example of the Yankees. Um, Kind of, we've seen this with past players with Yankees, and and you know, remember going back to the Jeter contracts at the end of his career. The Yankees try to, uh, I don't know why they do this. They, you know, instead of taking care of their own, they take care of somebody else's own, and then they get their own players pissed off at them. So, I mean, is there anything that, that will make Hal Steinbrenner care and make changes? I mean, if they were to miss the playoffs by, like, I don't know, five to seven games, although I know 
the participation spot this year uh, has been included in, in, in your Rob Manfred articles. It's just it, you're so right and spot on with that as well with the participation trophy um, with, the, with, with the extra wild card. But do you, do you think that if the Yankees were to totally bottom out and miss the postseason that he would say, no, I'm, I'm not bringing Cashman back or that plus firing Boone? I mean, is there anything that's drastic enough to make him wake up? No. Nothing. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty adamant. So they're done this. as long as he's owning the team. I've seen enough of them. I've seen enough yeah. of Al okay. and who he is. Like, what does Hal always say, Michael? He always says, I'm not my dad. I'm right. not my father. Right. I'm not George. I'm not the boss. Yeah. Well, he's proving it day yeah, and day. That's right. Uh, he's not the boss. It's almost like this is more than deeper than a baseball thing. This is like he's he's proving that he doesn't want to be compared to his father or be like his father. And, uh, uh, you know, that that's what's going on here. And I don't... I think he'll say he'll ride cash. He'll stay with Cashman. You know, I, I'd be shocked. First of all, too, the second part of this, and I always bring this up, and people are shocked about it. But think about it: who do these people know in the business? Who does Hal Steinbrenner know if he suddenly decided Cashman's not the guy for me? I'm going to go in this direction. He doesn't know anybody. Great he doesn't point. go out and talk to anybody. Yep. He's not a baseball guy. So he's relying to everything is filtered through Cashman. That's why I think the Mets are so interesting this year because Buck Buck Showalter has a connection with the owner, and Billy Epler is almost the guy, uh, the second hand guy. So uh, you know Buck has real power, but you know, I don't see how changing um, how he how he does business. This is how he does business. Uh, meanwhile, it's up to seven billion now, whatever it is. Getting back to the point on the judge, you know. How did they get there? They get there because of players like Judge. They make all this money, but they don't seem to recognize it. And Hal is Hal, and he's sure not George. Kevin Kernan, Ball 9, our guest here, uh, going around Major League Baseball and uh, heavy uh, Yankees talk on the ML Sports Platter. Brought to you by our great friends at Burn Dairy and uh, Camillus Golf Club. Let's go around baseball a little bit here. I, I'm so tired of talking about the Yankees. Um is, is there a great team besides the Dodgers? I, I happen to think it's them and everybody else to start. I think the White Sox maybe are in that you know two group. Maybe the Blue Jays. Um, what, do, what do you have the pecking order looking like? And, and, and are the Dodgers already the clear cut? Just them and everybody else. Well, the Dodgers are definitely number one. There's nothing on my mind, but they, they've certainly shown they can be beat through the years. Things happen, and uh, you know they're, they're playing the Reds and teams like that. I mean. The disparity of teams is sickening in some ways, uh, what, what some teams are doing um, and, and things like that. But, yeah, Dodgers are number one. As for number two, geez, um, I, I think the Blue Jays have that potential down the road. Um, I like the White Sox, but they don't catch the ball very well. True. You know? True. And that could catch up to them. Luis Robert is a great player. Um, he, he's a guy that can break out. If they, if they can stay healthy um, – I think they have enough pitching. Hurting, losing Rodon hurts, and the Giants seem to be doing it again the way they do things. And uh, so, so they're a good team. They're a good team, but uh, as a great team, I, I don't see, I don't see another great team at this point. And and you have to laugh too with the, um, with the uh, the Dodgers. I mean, did, did you, <laughs> I'm sure you saw it. But Andrew Haney had 11 strikeouts the other day mm-hmm. for them. <laughs> you know, so there's another guy that leaves, another guy who leaves the Yankees and sometimes and somehow finds uh, Nirvana. So it's it's pretty funny how um, how it all works out. Have you seen anything out of these? You know, Stephen Kwan with the Guardians. Have you seen any Suzuki with the Cubs? These guys seem to be uh, pretty pretty exciting players here. 
KK? Yeah, I think there's a couple of exciting players coming in the league. And and I think some of these guys that you just mentioned, too, you know what? I am seeing a little bit more of... um, um, and I want to mention too. I don't want to. I think the Mets have the potential to be the best team. I really do. You know, you get the ground back. Um, um, all of a sudden, you got something really going there. Um, and Bassett was a good signing, uh, good move. Uh, and and uh, but yeah, the uh, the, the uh, other than that, there's no other good teams. But yeah, so I think I've seen I've seen players too. With some of the players you just mentioned, some other players. I am actually seeing some players using the whole field a little bit more, and that's 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 encouraging. And um, you know, uh, with, with the changing rules and everything else, but there's so many hits out there if you if you make the time to try to find them. Um, and and that's what I want to see more of. You know, I'm watching the the Angels. I wish the Angels could get it together. They could be a dangerous team if they ever made the playoffs, simply because of a short series and things like that. Um, you know, Otani and Trout and, 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 and Rendon and all those guys. And, and I'm, I am a Joe Madden fan, even though I know people got upset because he walked uh, Corey Seager with the bases loaded. But I think he was doing that psychologically. And he made a great point after making that move. He said, you know, this is not math. And this is coming from a guy who, you know, believes in the numbers. But he said, this is not math. Sometimes you got to get your team going and, and, and wake them up a little bit. And that's why he did that move. So, yeah, there's some exciting young players. I got to be honest about the Guardians. I can't get into the Guardians because of the name. Yep. I, I'm not. I'm not getting there yet. I'm, uh, to me, a team, and uh, you know, I don't, uh, if if you're woke, I don't want to hear it. But uh, to me, they're the Indians. They have, 1948, I think, was less than they won. And until they get, you know, if if you if you're ditching your hit, your history, uh, I'm waiting a while to, to to watch you play, especially with that payroll. So. Uh, so we'll see where it goes. I think the Braves have taken a step backwards. Their pitching is a little short. Um, so I think it's going to be wide open this year. I, and, and, of course, with uh, Manfred's 12 teams, um, that's why the Yankees can afford uh, maybe the slow start and see where they go from here. But uh, um, And the Rays, I think, have taken a step back as well. I think being, being beaten by the A's, three out of four, I think it was, uh, shows you something about the Rays. All the great things the Rays do, and they do, have, and they do match up against the Yankees. Well, and Cash loves to beat the Yankees, um, and I like Franco and Rosarina and guys like that. But I do think the Rays—they always leave themselves a little short. And by trading Meadows, that that you know, in the big picture, it might help them a little bit. But when you're facing the Yankees, a guy like Meadows, who owned the Yankees, was a good player to come to. You get that big hit, and the Red Sox have also—I've uh, been watching a lot of the Red Sox. They've really taken a step back. Um, they're going through some of the things that the Yankees are going through because Heim Bloom wants to show, because ownership is behind him in this, he wants to show that he can do it the Rays way in Boston, and, and that's, that's, a, that's a recipe for disaster. I got one more, and then I just want to close quickly on Jackie Robinson Day. Clayton Kershaw, seven innings pitched, 13 strikeouts, 80 pitches total. He gets pulled, perfect game in Minnesota on April 13th. What is the most laughable part about Kershaw getting pulled out. I've heard every excuse. I've read every excuse. The short spring training, give me a break. Guys are throwing three to five innings under normal circumstances as it is with the spring. Kershaw's elbow's weak. Well, no, it's not because he's strong. Clearly, it's not weak because he just proved it over over seven innings. Um, oh, it's early in the year. We need him for October. That wouldn't it wouldn't be any different in August. They'd still pull him. So what's the most laughable part about Clayton Kershaw not getting a chance to complete the perfect game? It's an absolute embarrassment. 
the most laughable thing is the jokes on the fans and they don't even realize it and the media is going along with it you know the media is like oh yeah i saw, I saw so many people saying exactly what you just all all the excuses you just use oh yeah you know need him for later it's at april hey come on i wrote a column about this this weekend i called stolen history uh, and I talked about how Don Larson, if the nerds were in charge, Larson would have came out. After, <laughs> that was a great uh, piece. That was a great nobody piece. Wa- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants Larson to face the yeah. uh, lineup <laughs> the third time around, yeah. especially if he got hammered three days earlier. He, he would have gotten so, Blake Snelled, right? Is that the... Uh... Yeah. So, so everything <laughs> oh about God. it is a joke. Uh, the fact that even Kershaw, to some degree, went along with it is a joke. It tells me that these players... They don't want to be tested anymore. The bar's been lowered to the 10th degree. And um, it's a little bit of a, you know, it's 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 what's wrong with baseball in in every way showed that way. And the fact that the media endorsed this shows you what's wrong with the media as well. Yeah, no doubt. Quickly, a minute or two on Jackie Robinson Day. It's, look, it's a great day. Honors Jackie. Rachel's out there. Uh, the celebrations are terrific. Everybody wears 42. I get it. But at the in the in the end, Kevin, do you think that they're doing enough for Jackie Robinson? Is baseball doing enough for Jackie? Yeah, that's that, that's, that's a lot more than a minute or two quick answer. But I think they've raised the awareness of Jackie, and I think that's pretty cool. And you know, um, um, he you know he should be celebrated in every way because what he meant to the game. And I like the fact this year. I I, I like the little again. I'm uh, something small, but I like the fact that the players were wearing the, the 42 in Dodger blue colors this year. So mm-hmm. cool. I, I think, I think I'd like to see them do, you know, you can't do enough for Jackie and sure. I'd love to see them maybe, you know, I'd like to see a little bit more of these leagues that they start and things like that really impact the inner city kid in a, in a, in a very good way. And I'd like to see them do more uh, for Roberto Clemente, maybe oh, yeah. tie it in with Jackie. And that's what I'd like to see. Yeah, I, I'd like to see them retire Clemente's number. There's no question. Uh, okay. Absolutely. This was awesome, as as always. Kevin Kern and Ball9. Ball9.com, the New York State Baseball Hall of Famer, America's most beloved sports writer, on Twitter, at AMBS underscore Kernan. KK, enjoy the sun, okay, my man? Okay, take care. Thanks, Michael. Bye-bye. A quick message from our friends over at Credit Karma. Folks, listen up. This is extremely, extremely important. If you're planning ahead for a big expense, don't put those car repairs or medical bills on a high-interest credit card. Credit Karma can help you look for a low-interest personal loan that could save you money while you pay off your purchase. Listen, if you're ready to apply, head to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers. Again, that's creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find the loan for you. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers. Credit Karma, apply with more confidence today. Just an amazing interview with Kevin Kernan. He tells it like it is. And of course, all of his columns, I mean, you know, the fans getting robbed with the Kershaw perfect game situation, all of his Yankee content, baseball as a whole, crushing the nerds, crushing Manfred. It's all there at ball9.com. I'm Mike Lindsley. This is the ML Sports Platter. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports and be on the lookout for all of my ML Sports take videos across TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, IGTV, Instagram. Uh, they're all over the place uh, there. And of course, you can visit pinstripepassion.com for more Yankee and baseball coverage on my end. We are brought to you by Bet Online and presented in part by Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, Stanley Law Offices, Bowers and Company, CPAs, and our terrific friends over at Rosie's Corner. If you're in and around Central New York, get on over to Rosie's Pizza Wings, Pasta, Hot and Cold Subs, and more. Gift cards available for every occasion. And of course, Fish Friday each and every week. You can actually pick up the fish and the mac and cheese both on Thursday 
and on Friday. Rosie's Corner, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor, and a tip of the cap thank you as well to the Swan and Whitaker families, as well as Brian Comboy of Mass Mutual, New York State. Thanks again for listening. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. It's officially ice cream season in Central New York and the locally owned and operated Carvel in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in and grab their bunny and egg-shaped cakes along with a four-pack of hip-hop bunnies. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design you want, they make it happen. Carvel is open seven days a week. Brewerton Road, North Syracuse. America's favorite since 1934 and open Easter Sunday. So go get your bunny and egg cakes or those four packs of hip-hop bunnies. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.